The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as the potential for the discussion about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Welcome to episode 44 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Ed. And if that intro music is any indication, we're back sitting atop our rooftop lounge hosting yet another ladies' night. Oh. Give us a shout, ladies. <laughs> and by now you should know who the ladies are. We have Shelby. Hi. We have Nari. Hello. And Drea. However, Drea couldn't make it tonight, so graciously filling in last minute is Sue, the Whiskey Pixie. Hello. <laughs> you previously heard the ladies on two different cocktail episodes, 10 and 20, and last fall on episode 33, we tasted different wines finished in whiskey barrels, but tonight we thought we'd raise the bar and the proof a bit higher and do the opposite, taste different whiskeys finished in wine barrels, and simultaneously teach the ladies and whiskey novices everywhere the best way to enjoy drinking whiskey. And mm. so, as per usual, Ed's going to get us all fired up for the evening's festivities by telling us the three hopefully wonderful wine-finished whiskeys that we've chosen to try tonight yes scott thanks and once again proud of the girls for showing up tonight and really having some grown-up time we're drinking whiskey no more cocktails with foo-foo fruit in it and mm. some juice right no more wines with a little whiskey dipped in the barrel but actually drinking the whiskey nectar of the gods here tonight so proud of them dre i mm. will tell you that she had a second engagement which i warned her was going to be a problem she went out on a boat today and uh she tried to puke and rally but she didn't make it and she offered to come late, but we said, get Sue. But then, of course, Sue was out last night drinking to all hours, too. So she, she barely made it. It was really a, was a t- rough menu of guests today as far as who was least damaged. And somehow Sue won. So what we're doing with the whiskeys tonight, we have three whiskeys that are finished in wine casts. We're going to start with a Philadelphia-made whiskey called Kinsey. It's an American whiskey finished in ex-Napa Valley Zinfandel wine casts. Mm. It's a very nice introductory proof level of 86.8. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to do the lip service rye, which Scott and I first tasted in season one, and he'll tell you about that, I'm sure. Yeah. It's a rye whiskey finished in ex-French Grenache wine casks. It's a 90 proof. And then the Jefferson Reserve Pritchard Hill bourbon. It's a bourbon finished in ex-California Cabernet casks. Really interesting, and I'm really excited to taste it. So we are sipping on some Zinfandel wine just yep. to get that taste in our memory so that when we taste the whiskey that's finished in barrels that contained this wine, we know maybe what it should taste like. Rounds one.
Uh, this wine is the Aerogram Lodi Old Vine Zinfandel 2018 Vintage. It is 15% alcohol by volume. It is from the Precision Wine Company in Sonoma, California. All right, so we have a nice California Zinfandel, which is where the casks come from. It says Napa Valley Zinfandel cast. So yeah. for all we know, possibly, possibly yeah. could be the same for the sake of podcast. For we're going to yeah. say it's possible. We're just going to say it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. This is very good. And, yeah. and so I'm going to slam this down and then we're going to get over to the whiskey. Yeah, it's like $11. Uh, you know, we didn't want to buy wow, like... that's not bad. Yeah. It said on the bottle, Wine Enthusiast Magazine gave it a 90 score. So oh, wow. yeah, it's not so bad. 10, 10 bucks. Very good. <sighs> I'm not a huge red wine mm-hmm. drinker, but yeah. this is very light. It's it, it's it like is. a watery kind of red wine. It has you that, know? yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you're normally a white wine drinker, aren't yeah, you? I am. I am. So uh, the red wines white, are... So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I had a feeling somebody was going to bring that up. Translucent. <laughs> this is the color I turn when like sun hits me for five seconds. Right, right. <laughs> a dark purple. Dark purple red. <laughs> Take her to the hospital. <laughs> My God! I often get what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nari has some uh, Zinfandel history. Until recently, the origins of the Zinfandel grape variety was generally accepted as being indigenous to the United States because it had been harvested in the California region since the mid-1800s. A professor from UC Davis traveled to Italy and noticed similarities between Italian Primitivo grapes and California's Zinfandel grapes. However, DNA testing later revealed that the Zinfandel grape had actually originated in Croatia. (laughs) But how it got to California was still a mystery. The prevailing theory is that during the 1820s, a horticulturist... (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Horticulturist. Horticulturist. This is a horny horny culturist, I think. A horny culturist. He was horny. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think... Is it a Mormon who has a lot of sex? A horny culturist? <laughs> That's a horny cultist. Oh, horny cultist. <laughs> Sorry, Mormons. Yeah. Oh <clears throat> burn. Yeah. Burn Mormons. Wow. Burn Mormons. Burn. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Sorry. Okay. So before the- I was sexually interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the best way to be interrupted? Wow. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I'm horny. Aren't you? Are- All right. I'm sorry. Okay. A horticulturist. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How do I pronounce it again? Horticulturist. Okay. <laughs> a horticulturist from Long Island, New York, received shipments of Zinfandel grapevines from the Imperial Nursery in Vienna, Austria, which then made their way across the country during the Great California Gold Rush. Mm-hmm. Today, the red variety of Zinfandel is nearly synonymous with California, whose hot and dry climate creates mm. some of the highest alcohol content of any red wine on the market, along with big, bold flavors, which are determined by the ripeness of the grapes at harvest time. Red berry notes dominate wines from slightly cooler areas, while black fruit notes and spices <laughs> are more prevalent and wines from warmer regions. Yeah, well, you know, once you <laughs> very nice. Once you go, uh, <laughs> black, like, once you go black, black. Yeah. dominate. Go back. <laughs> once you go black fruit notes. <laughs> you, you never go back fruit notes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, I need <clears throat> another drink. Oh, that's well, coming because yeah. hey, perfect timing. Perfect timing. So, uh, in your tasting glasses, ladies, we have the Kinsey Zinfandel cask. 
we have it neat in the tasting glasses. So what we're also doing tonight is going to teach the ladies. Uh, right. Sue's not quite a, a beginner. She's a novice. Mm-hmm. The, the best way to drink whiskey, because if you take a full sip of a whiskey and you immediately swallow it, you're going to get everything on the back of your tongue and it's just going to burn all the way down your throat. And that Nobody wants that. No. So we're going to teach them how to do that right after mm-hmm. I give the description of this whiskey. Okay. Okay. So... When people think whiskey, they think Tennessee or Kentucky. But the story of American whiskey actually began in Pennsylvania, where Kinsey was born in the early 19th century in the town of Linfield, Pennsylvania. Today's Kinsey whiskeys are an homage to the original distillery that was located along the Schuylkill River, which once held the world's largest collection of aging whiskeys. It was a time when Pennsylvania was synonymous with good whiskey, a time when Kinsey was king. For this limited release spirit, an empty 53-gallon Zinfandel wine barrel from Chateau Montalena in Calistoga, California, was filled with Kinsey American whiskey for 15 months, imparting notes of jam, stone fruit, black pepper, and tobacco. The New Liberty Distillery, home of the Kinsey whiskeys, is, as Ed said, located in a vibrant North Philadelphia neighborhood just minutes from Center City in a building that once served as a stable whose architecture, including the horse stalls, have been preserved. The building now provides a home to custom-made still and the rickhouse where their whiskeys are aged and barreled, including Kinsey Rye, Kinsey Bourbon, Kinsey American Whiskey, Dutch Malt Whiskey, Bloody Butcher Bourbon, Millstone Rye, and several limited releases, including the Zinfandel-finished whiskey we're drinking here today. So the first thing we do is we nose it. You want to open up your mouth slightly, and you want to use one nostril mainly. Yeah, the nostril that happens to be open right now. The right. dominant nostril. The dominant nostril. <laughs> but not the submissive nostril. Yes. I'm I'm not getting a whole lot. I'm getting frankly. the alcohol's in the way, so I think when we put a little water exactly. in here in a minute, it might smell more. Yeah, you might go back yeah. to it, but I definitely get some dark fruit notes on it, which you would expect with that finish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a really slight fruity note. Yeah. Very black. Very bl- <laughs> slightly black. <laughs> The color actually has seems to have a slight tinge of like we've dumped yeah. a little wine in it. Actually, yeah, it has a little bit of red in there. I yeah. didn't see that as much because I that was my first thought. I'm going to see red as opposed to the amber. It's oh, slightly. Depends where you hold you don't it up see to it? the light. Now I do. Now yeah, I see it up to the light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So so now that you've nosed it, you just want to pour a little bit on the tip of your tongue. You don't want to put it all the way back in your throat. Keep it in the front and just try to get past the alcohol flavor. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so good. And I see their faces, and I can tell that the alcohol is a little up front for you. What am I supposed to be tasting? You, you tell us. I mean, you can say it's a little alcohol burn. You know, this really does remind me of the Zinfandel wine that we just drank. Mm-hmm. Definitely putting it on my tongue first is very different because it didn't burn going down. Right, yeah. exactly. I taste the wine heavily on mine. Mm-hmm. Like I do, too. Me, too. Shelby, take another sip. So you kind of have to keep taking a sip because sometimes with the first whiskey that you taste in a tasting is going to be a little bit more alcohol forward than the ones that you're going to taste later because your tongue isn't used to getting alcohol on it. <laughs> your tongue's kind of virginal. Like your nostril was dominant. Okay. Your tongue is virginal. Now, if I would do two full dropperfuls of water to get like a nice little bit of water on it. Like, I mean, some guys do four or five drops, but I think you should do full syringes. Remember, you can add water, but you can't take any water away. So just put in what, put in as much water as you think you need. It's amazing what just two of those little things will do for you. Right. And then swish it around in the glass. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it it's takes the alcohol down. It's more buttery. Oh, it is down. buttery. Yes. It That's is. good tasting yes. note there. Very oily on the tongue for well, such a low-proof whiskey, it too. It smells different now. Yes, exactly. And that will happen. It, when you put it a little brings bit... out the smell more. Not, yeah. not of the alcohol, but of the actual right. it, it, ingredients that are in It's surprising when you beat that alcohol down a little bit. 
Yeah. Right. And this is what people talk about. And Ed talks about it a lot. The whiskey takes a journey. When it's neat, you're getting it completely unadulterated. And then when you put a little water on it, it's proofing it down. <laughs> Shelby still doesn't like it. You don't like it? And that's okay if you don't really like it. No. And then what we're going to do next is we're going to put some on a globe. The globe will serve two functions. It will add water to it and will also make it cold. And that is going to change the taste even more. So does the ice being a circle make a difference? Like, you know how some are square? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That th- well, a circle or square, if they're thick like this, it just melts slower. The smaller the ice cube, the quicker it melts. Right. So if you want to dilute your whiskey faster, use smaller cubes. Right. Which is sometimes for certain drinks. Yeah. So I saw, Ed, you took a half globe. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, a half a globe. <laughs> the globes I made, um, some of them split in half. He, he likes it melting faster anyway. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's Much better. I am a, I'm a, I'm a globe girl. Oh, you like this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is quite different now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So good. Uh-huh. I'm concerned that you said it was a limited release. I, whenever I hear that, it makes me say, do I have to go buy like 10 <laughs> bottles of Kinsey? <laughs> a limited release forever? Oh, right. I don't know. Maybe they don't know if they're going to be able to get these exact barrels. I'm still going out and buying more tomorrow. Then. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I don't really like it on the globe. I find for some reason it makes it a little too harsh in some way that I can't really describe why it does that. I prefer it neat. Nara, I saw you. You were making a face drinking it on the globe. I think maybe you might be the same. I think maybe you enjoyed yeah. it with the water instead of just on the globe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really did. I don't know what it is. I don't really know what it is either. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had whiskey with a globe. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's another reason too why I'm like... I think it's because you tend to drink it standing in the kitchen, holding a glass (laughs) of water with your eyes scrunched shut like you just stepped on a Lego. (laughs) And you slam the Jameson down and then you chase it with water and then you wave your hand real fast and then you go like, let's do another one. I feel like that's what Shelby's doing. Shelby, can you describe your experience? (laughs) It was not fun. I didn't like it at all. She's when we not put happy. Water in it, it was better. And now that it's on the globe, I like it more that it's melting. But this would not be my go-to whiskey. And you drink right. a little bit of whiskey too, Shelby. You've not never had whiskey. I've never not had whiskey. Yes. Right. <laughs> that is a true statement. <laughs> So I think uh, for me, with On the Globe, it brings out a lot of oak, and and that's not really a, a taste profile that I enjoy. It tamps down all of the sweet notes, and I can't mm. I can't taste the sweet anymore. I just taste Agreed. oak. Agreed. Agreed. And it and it's just our palates. That's where our tongues like the bolder flavors, and this is, is a that little the way bit. Your tongue works. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> baby. <laughs> right at the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a Janet Jackson song? That's the way I'll talk about. I'm in the minority here. Um, no, no, I, you're with well, you're, you're with Ed. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I really well, enjoyed... technically, you're the majority. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sounds about white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's see the tasting notes. So this is what we do in the podcast. We taste it. We try to figure out what it smells like, what it tastes like, and then we go to somebody's tasting notes on the internet who have done a review. Oh, so, that's cool. So this is from Whiskey Tribe. Mm. Reddit. <laughs> I couldn't because this is a local thing. I, not Yelp. No, not Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> not America Online. <laughs> Yelp. Not a Yahoo search. All right. So on the nose, perfume, blueberries, pie crust, baking spices, vanilla. Smells like walking into a bakery. 
I mean, I don't, I don't really like any. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I vanilla. No. I could see sure. a little baking spices and any fruits that they had. The rest of it was just no. Yeah, yeah I mean, perfume sounds like it's alcohol. I, I mean, no, but I get there's a perfumey I, I would, kind of. I thing. don't want to put a negative. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it, right. but I know what he means. Yeah. It's fragrant, but you know, some perfumes smell like fruit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they do. Well, like Shelby's arm right now smells two different flavors. Actually. <laughs> My <laughs> arm. Yeah. yeah. You showed me. Remember <laughs> the new uh, spray that you bought. <laughs> And she oh, first yeah. let me smell her wrist, and she was like, "Oh no, here smells." It's <laughs> not the forearm. He has two different smell in between my. Oh no, Shelby! <laughs> smell in between your what, Uncle Scott? <laughs> Everybody, settle elbow. down right now. <laughs> what has happened? All right, That's on hilarious. the on the palate, blueberries and cream. There's your buttery kind yeah. of That's flavor. That's a taste, yes. everybody. Almost okay. like a blueberry pie with strong plum notes. Why? That's not really what I got. I got plum. Either. I didn't get blueberry, but okay. I did get some plum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, got no fruit, everybody. <laughs> no really? fruit. Um, the finish is medium to long, continuing notes of plum and blueberry with a decidedly jammy mouthfeel. All right. I mean, we I, did, mean I get that. We did plum, like, we all said the mouthfeel. Jam. Mm. <laughs> you agree with the jam? Pump it up. Pump now it. the beat is stomping. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Why your feet are stomping? Honestly, it all tastes the same to me. It just doesn't taste as harsh as it did when there was just water in it and there was neat. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. I could definitely finish drinking this. Matter of fact, uh-huh. I almost have. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, oh. that's the so thing. When, when you put it on a globe, there's times when it's 100 proof, 105 proof whiskey or something, yeah. and it's on the globe, and all of a sudden I take that sip and I'm like, oh, wow, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably down to like 91 for me or 88. I'm like, this is just where I want it. And you never know where that's going to be. Everyone's individual. Yeah, Shelby likes it at ten percent alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I like the journey. I like every step. Yeah, of yeah. so you're you're you just know? like Ed. I, yeah, I, I I like it neat. This tastes pretty good. I really enjoy this. It's not really my thing. Uh, it's not really a bourbon. It's an American whiskey, but it's good. I have, I have a bottle half at home right now. Like, I always have it. Right, and he's look, looking for the cast drink. Right, and I might need five more because I hear it's limited release now. <laughs> and so um, I rate this about an eight because the price of this is thirty nine ninety nine in Jersey. I hear it's $45 in Philly. Oh, wow. More in Philly. Yes. That's I think we odd. need to rate it by, like, facial expressions. <laughs> yeah. We need to have, like, that face chart he's in the hospital. Like, how are you feeling yeah, today? Like, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Shelby originally was sad, but now she's all right. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's not bad. I think it, it, it pepped her up a little bit. Yeah, too. right. I would probably give it a seven. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. It's, it's good. good. That's not fair. It's hard to rate the first one. It is hard it to rate is. the first one. It is. I'm sitting I mean, here we're not going to hold it to you. I, you know, I almost want to go what you do. Like, you go a little lower. Mm. Because you want to leave room right. that there's better. Sure. So sure. Right. I'm gonna reserve. That. You can change your vote later if you win. Yeah, you can always up it later. We have no rules here, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Um <laughs> so. 7.5. Okay. I just thought how funny it would be if we had just addressed Sue as Dre the whole night and never told anybody <laughs> oh it wasn't. Oh, my God. And just actually had her pretend to be Dre the entire night. Dre sounds like she has a deep voice. <laughs> no. She has a unique laugh. She doesn't have my hyena laugh. No. Oh, she has her own. She has her own. She has, kind her, of. Own. <laughs> distinctive, has her own. She has her own distinctive laugh. Aww. She does. Oh, yeah. And I'm, we'll drop that in right now. Ah. Okay, oh, there it is. <laughs> So funny. See, Dre, not, we miss you. We do miss you, <laughs> and we can't wait to have you on again. And Dre I told me today. I feel like I'm living up to this legend. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting a little, like, well, you're, you know, you're good. subconscious. You're fine. No, you're no, you're no, your no, own no, legend. No, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, to no, Dre. You, like, no, you're your own legend. You were the you one that. You have a cool <laughs> name. Huh? You've got a cool nickname. Whiskey Pixie. Well, that's true. I thought you meant Sue. I'm like, Sue. I thought she meant Sue, too. I was like, really? It's kind of a basic-ass name. You know, to be fair, I did too. <laughs> 70s name, you know. <laughs> it's, 
looked like Susan Day from Partridge Family, but, si- but since then. Since then, not much. So, uh, Shelby, what do you give it rating-wise? Um, well, originally it was gross, so I was going to give it like a five. <laughs> right. But um, once it hit the globe and it melted down a little bit, I'm definitely giving it like an eight. All right. It's pretty wow. good. Look at She's- that. Nari? Nari, what do you think? I'd say a seven. Seven, okay. Mm-hmm. And once again, we served this first for two reasons. One, because it's a lower proof, so I'm really afraid as we move forward. <laughs> right. But the, um, the lip service has such, by Savage and Cook, who were originally winemakers, right? Yes. And so we're going to go clean the glasses and come back with that. All right. Be right back. Round two. All right, so we're back, and I have poured everyone a little bit of the Grenache wine so that we can have the taste of Grenache in our mouths as we afterwards taste the Grenache-barreled whiskey. I don't know that I've ever had Grenache before. Uh, I, I feel, I've had white Grenache, which is shitty little cheap wine. I've yeah. never had real Grenache like Sue this. Sue and I were just talking about it. We, we'd never had it before never had either. It. Uh, I you, never knew there was a wine called Grenache. Grenache. So. Well, you know, it's funny about Grenache. It has like several different names. This one is actually called Grenache. It's a Spanish one. Um, Where does it fall in the line of red wine blend all the way up to Merlot? Love. I really like, don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast. <laughs> You're the one that's going to tell us about Grenache. You're supposed to already know this. <laughs> I'm building suspense. Right. So as we drink on the Grenache, Sue is going to read uh, two paragraphs about the history of the Grenache grape. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Grenache is one of the most widely planted red wine grape varieties in the world. That's my little Schitt's Creek. Yeah, okay. Catherine O'Hara, everyone. Catherine O'Hara. All right, I'll stop now. Okay. It's my favorite show. Okay. Um, Grenache ripens late in the year. So as with Zinfandel, it needs hot, Mm. dry. Mm. (laughs) Dry is Hot's good. Dry. Mm. Right. Hot, dry conditions, such as those found in Spain, where the grape most likely originated. It is also grown on the Italian island of Sardinia, the south of France, Australia, and California. Mm. The Grenache grape itself is generally spicy, berry-flavored, and soft on the palate, producing wine with a relatively high alcohol content. Characteristic flavor profiles of Grenache wine include raspberry and strawberry flavors Mm. with a subtle white pepper spice note. Is anybody getting that? Mm. As you're drinking this raspberry, strawberry flavors. I definitely smell strawberries. Oh, yeah. Mm, I I do. Is anybody getting the subtle white White pepper pepper spice spice note? No. If they're talking about like hitting the back of your throat, like, mm, what's that? Yeah. Then, yeah. How far back did it hit your throat? Before? Oh, wow. Are you gagging? Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe. Shout out to you. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. You're going to go home and there's going to be a case grenache. <laughs> All right. We can't even go two paragraphs without one. <laughs> Sex. This is the best part of the, the whole podcast. It's true. The, you probably you said, oh, I'll just do some wine description. I hope they're not too boring. <laughs> well, they've been the best part of the podcast so far. <laughs> oh, but as it ages, ew, it tends to oxidize. <laughs> 
Yeah, the old people were like, oh, yeah. shit, aging again. Oh, Who brought God. that up? Thanks, Who. <laughs> my back's hurting now. It tends to oxidize, losing its color, and more fruity notes, and gaining flavors of leather and tar. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because of this and their tendency to lack acidity and tannins. You never lose color when you're in the sun because you go burning, not tannin. <laughs> Burnins. Not tannins. Burnins. <laughs> Okay, I'm white! Random belligerence. Sue's really pale edition. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's practically Finnish. (laughs) The whitest people I've ever met in my life. Mm. Oh, they're from Finland. They're very pale. Yes. Yes. Actually, Finnish people are seriously the color of copy paper. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) It's I I mean nothing against them except they really are. You can see through them. The whitest people I've ever Chalky. seen. Chalky. They're all the same. Chalky. Yeah, like a lot of blonde and... Mm. Yeah, well, they well they don't get a lot of sun. Yeah, they're there. up north. It's just not hot, and the sun that they do get is bright, but it doesn't have the same... What's that? UV rays that we yeah, get? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the same angle. They don't get the same amount of sunlight, and uh, six months of the year, it's it's almost dark. It's like oh, depressing. that's depressing. Yeah, it depends. They're up there in the Arctic Circle. It's yeah, but far. they have universal health care and free education. So. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. it's cold as balls. It's cold as balls, yeah. This is a weird tangent. Just, Sue, is, Sue is at the end of her second mean, paragraph. And, can't even get through and, and Sue's not even finished. You're just describing my heritage and like my ancestry.com. It's cold as balls <laughs> and they don't see the sun. And Sue's like, my people. My people. Okay. Grenache wines are often blended with other varieties. Because of their lack of acidity and their tannins. <laughs> we have to blend. I know, we have to put all that together. Somehow. It's a nightmare. Have fun editing this. <laughs> One more sentence. There is no editing this. One more sentence. Aging in new oak it. barrels can help prevent the oxidation and color loss. <laughs> oh, no. But too much oak influence. Influence? Can, too much oak influence. Too much oak influence can also cover up the grape's fruitiness. Mm. Mm. Yeah, oak can be like a dick that way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the hard. Because yes. it's wood. Yes, it's wood. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So the wine we are drinking is the Las Rocas Garnacha. Roll that R. Gracias. Nari. <laughs> the 2017 vintage, 14.5% alcohol by volume, the San Alejandro. <laughs> Winery. Winery. In Caleteuth, Spain. There's so much guitar going off right now. In my head. <laughs> and I would say it's a little heavier than the last wine. Like when I was trying to gauge where this falls yes, in the red yes, wine yes. family, the flavor it's of heading it. towards Merlot. It's I, much heavier. Yes. yes. Wow. I really like it. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. I'd say really I like it better than the last one. And mm-hmm. I like yeah. and I like the last one a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I did. I like the first one better. This one's a little too heavy. Um, exactly. I'm a right little dry. Mm-hmm. It's very drying at the end. So it'd be dry. interesting yeah. to see if the bourbon is dry yeah. at the end, if it has a dry finish. That's very because, interesting. Yes. And actually what's interesting about this is it's actually a rye. So the rye has that spicy character to it. And uh, we'll see. In fact, I'm going to read the description and then you can come in with the stats. Right. Yep. 
Layered and complex, the barrels that make up Lip Service Rye are hand-selected for their unique attributes from small batches of Tennessee whiskey aged at least three years in new charred American oak barrels. After their time in the barrel, the aged whiskeys are then uniquely finished in wine barrels from founder and renowned wine maverick Dave Finney's personal Grenache vintages produced in Maori, France. Dave opened the Savage and Cook Distillery in 2018 on historic Mare Island, which was previously a naval shipyard with stunning brownstone buildings located in close proximity to both Napa Valley and San Francisco. They produce an array of whiskeys from both their own distillations and sourced spirits, including the Burning Chair Cabernet-finished bourbon, Second Glance Cabernet-finished American whiskey, Bad Sweater bourbon, a bottled Blood Orange Manhattan called Homeschool, and even a 14-year and 17-year expression sold under the brand named Guerro. Relatively new. Yeah, they are. The lip service rye we have tonight comes in a uniquely shaped black glass bottle with a matte finish whose label is a photo of the face of a young woman pulling her lower lip down to reveal the word never tattooed inside. And Ed, tell us what that supposedly means. Right. Well, when we were at a tasting, which was highlighted in episode three. Correct. Wow, that long ago? I drank a lot that day. That's when we had the wizened old woman that um, held on. Wizened. Yes. Mm. Wizened old woman who held on to our Heaven Hill guidebook or whatever. The the keeper of the booklet. (laughs) It's a funny story. But (laughs) so they had that there first time we'd seen it and the bottle is very unique. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they said what the rep interpreted that the meaning to be that the young woman in the photo would not perform oral pleasure on a man ever. Right. Thus, never. Right. Lip service, quote unquote. She will never give lip service. Right. Now, it's very cheap. It's about $31 consensus that we saw online. A very, very low rye. I mean, it's 51% rye and 45% corn. It's what we would call a high corn rye, which is never said, but (laughs) it's the highest corn rye you can have, which is why I think I like it so much. 4% malted barley also. Three years old. It's 90 proof and it's distilled in Tennessee. Maybe a George Dickel. Possible, yeah. And, um, what do you get? I mean, I get more on the nose for this than I got on the last one before I put the water in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Remember, open your mouth slightly. I can definitely smell this one. Smell the notes in this one better, like yeah, this 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 has a very like pronounced smell, mm-hmm. whereas the other one really didn't. I, just a tiny bit of fruit we were getting. The but, other one smelled like eggnog. This smells less like eggnog. Interesting. <laughs> wow, interesting. I'm getting grassy notes, like um. Mm. Yeah. If you like stay, hay yeah, almost? Yeah. Like wet grass almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Sue, what are they smelling? <laughs> but yet also... Shelby's so, looking around like, what are they guys saying? Just wet grass. Yeah, <laughs> take a real deep smell, and at the very end of it, you'll see it kind of cultivates into like... Definitely like a wa- rainy day. Yes. Like yes. after it rains. Yes. Yes. That's yes. better. Yes. Yeah. Can you say wet grass? I think pee. Yeah. All right, so if... <laughs> <laughs> Right. Why is the why is the grass wet? Because the dog peed on it. It smells like you stepped outside after a good thunder shower. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortbread. Yeah, I'm getting like a shortbread or like a cakey sweet. Yes, I get that. (laughs) Look at his. his. I'm trying. My my whole nose is in the glass. Nose and mouth. Holy shit! This is good whiskey, man. I sipped it. It's a little bit of citrus too, maybe. Let's sip it. Yeah, sip it. Mm. Mm, I can see the citrus. Mm-hmm. I think this is less harsh than the other one, and it's it's higher proof. Oh wow, Ooh. that's really nice. That's I like really this a lot. Yeah. Wow. yeah, 
This is so really much good. better than the other one. I did not have to take a drink of water. Yeah. The, the citrus, the orange. Yeah. It's yeah. really so orange. Very, yeah. it's very all, much orange. Yeah. Yes. And oh it's and God, it's a good yeah. orange. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Almost like orange curacao. Yes. Liqueur. It's, it's like an orange liqueur. I think that like instead of the alcohol taste staying in your mouth, it's like the orange stays in yes. your mouth. Yes. Yeah. You know? yeah, it so really lingers. So I feel orangey. like you get a mapley taste first and then it hits you with all this orange. It's Interesting. So, uh, Interesting. The, the orange is universal. We've all tasted it. Yeah. This. this is really good. It is really good. I like this For a lot. For $32? Are yeah. you kidding me? This is another one we this should live really at. This yeah. is really good. Here, let's, let's throw some, some water, water in. Yep. I don't know. I do want a couple more. You don't need much in this one because <laughs> this is really good. I put right on my globe. <laughs> oh, you oh, just dumped I, it right I, on the globe. I'm, I'm skipping the water. Okay. And it's going right on the globe. Well, hey, you know how you like it. I yeah. right. love what the cube does to it. It makes it more buttery. Yeah. Oh yeah. This it's one is like better. really good. It's very good. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. This is lighter in color than the Zinfandel cask it whiskey was. is. Yes. And so I wasn't able to find out how long the whiskey is aged three years, but they didn't say how long that was sitting in the barrel. So I don't really know. It's showing a lighter color, yet it was a heavier red wine. It was. Now that's that wine in particular, but yeah. I okay. really don't taste the wine in this one like I tasted in the other not, one. Not the wine we just had, that's mm -mm. for sure. I feel like I remember the rep saying it was a much shorter time period, weeks, not months, like maybe... 10 weeks or something or not yeah. six, six to nine weeks or something like that it wasn't long yeah and and i think that's probably bears out in the color of it like because you're not getting a lot of influence yeah. in the so they're stopping at a certain point yeah when they like it right because they're probably tasting it constantly sure like every week they taste it and then it gets to this and they go oh wow we have something special here and then they bottle the it. savage and cook lip service rye <laughs> 32 dollars. holy shit and it's I, really really good people are sleeping on it and it's probably bigger than west coast but they're over here now they're they're a lot easier they to are. find out than two years ago they are the, the, the couple of the ones i mentioned were definitely in the liquor store today so the tasting notes let's see how we did um, these are their tasting notes from their right. website. So on the nose, intense and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they would say that. Yes. With notes of orange peel, clove, and candied ginger. Uh -huh. mm, okay. Interesting. Okay. On the palate, creamy and velvety with bright white pepper, berry compote, and honey. Mm. I can taste a little There honey. is some peppery of this. The, I'm at sitting the here. I haven't taken a sip in over a minute, and I am feeling the pepper yeah. in my mouth now. It's the rye part of it. Yeah. 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 And on the finish, uh, persistent with layers of exotic spice and toasty vanilla. Exotic spice is yeah. a bullshit statement. I'm calling it out. Yeah, it is. What the fuck does that mean? Right. I always think exotic. I always think of like the dance of the thousand veils or whatever. <laughs> right. you know, They're just the, trying to make the, it the, sexy. The harem and she's, take, yes. she's peeling off. She's doing the thing right. with the symbols on her fingers and she's spinning and taking off all the <laughs> layers. And just when you think she's going to take it all off. Darkness. <laughs> yeah. It just, she disappears into the tent and she's gone. Right. Those are my tasting notes. <laughs> That's your tasting notes. <laughs> Big dick tees. Oh Wait. my god. No, no, you're thinking of the Benedictine monks. You got it wrong. Benedictine. You put the dick in Benedictine. Right. <laughs> A little B and B for you. All right, so Ed, what do you give it? I'm, I feel like I have to drop my last one down since so we could do so. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm gonna drop okay. my, my Kinsey down to seven five. I'm gonna put this at probably an eight five. Eight five. All right. I'm gonna give this a nine. Yeah. I really, really like this. You know I like rise. Yeah. And just the orange flavor of this is so intense. It's so interesting how they were able to get that from a Grenache wow. wine is just tremendous to me. And as you said, the price of it, I give it a nine. Sue, what do you think? Just wow. It's been sitting on the cube for a couple minutes now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've kind of sat here and not taken a sip for a few minutes. Yeah. And I just took another sip. Oh, so good. 
I'm going to give this a 9.5. Wow. Shelby, so you liked it neat. Yes. But you don't like it on the globe. No. So that's interesting. So I'm going to taste it on the globe too. Because Bitch. I... No. <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's okay. Girl fight. Girl fight. <laughs> you know, it's okay on the globe. And I know what you're saying because I, I had this problem with the other one. And so did Nari, mm-hmm. where the globe just kind of watered down to the point where I wasn't tasting the delicious parts yeah. of it that I tasted it when it was neat. This tastes... Oaky? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel yeah. like everything else I enjoyed about it just disappeared. Exactly. Then... It mi- right. It might have taken the alcohol down so much that the flavor of the oak cast came through because remember it's been in two different barrels. So if you yeah. take the fire down enough, it's like oh, I get a lot of oak. You're like oh, I liked it better when I didn't have a lot of oak. I didn't even like it with the water. I felt like the water just made it more intense. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what score would you give it? Oh, neat. The way you liked oh, it. Neat? Yeah. Uh, probably a nine. Nine. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nari. Yeah. What do you think? Um, so it's funny that you say that, Shelves, because I think it brings out the citrus more. Interesting. With the globe. Yeah. 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 It's not bad on the globe for me, this mm-hmm. one. The um, Kinsey on the globe, I didn't really like it at all. I only liked it neat. This yeah. one, I, I'm okay with both of them, but I prefer it neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's 90. I mean, that's that's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what score would you give it? I'd honestly give it a 10 because oh, wow. I wow. didn't need the water afterwards. Uh-huh. I could just like drink it like yeah. water. Yeah, it's yes. great. It's so cheap. I like to pour a little bit on each nipple. Just kind of like it gets wow. you all perked up. Whoa. Whoa. Just work, hey. get you up for the day. Like, hey. good morning. <laughs> well, I use it as aftershave. Instead just. of coffee, that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, right. How you doing it? <laughs> How you doing How you doing it? Yeah, that's why I put you way over there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep we your you. No, that's why I put her <laughs> way over there tonight. <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, we've done the Kinsey Zinfandel Cast Whiskey. We've done the Lip Service Rye from Savage and Cook. And now we have one that costs more than both of them combined. <laughs> yep, the it's Jefferson suck. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Maybe. The Jefferson's Reserve it's Pritchard Hill Bourbon. $75 a bottle. Yep. And I'm going to go... You're building it up too much. You're, you're setting the bar I'm just telling high. you what it is. You know? I expect... I'm already biased. I'm like, wow. just a little stinky. Wow. Wow. <laughs> settle down over there. The whiskey pixie is getting a little <laughs> turn, a, turn a hose on her for a minute. So settle down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you would like that, Ed. Wow. Yes, you would. I would. <laughs> Wet t-shirt would. contest. When did you get that shirt? Middle school, by the way? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So... On that note, I have to go pick up the pizza, and we'll be right back. Round Hey, everybody, we're back now. Scott has gotten the pizza, and along with getting the pizza, like always in our lives, he has a story to tell. Scott, what happened when we got the pizza? I got harassed by the popo. <laughs> Walking while white. Yeah, so I, I went. <laughs> a very oh rare. Oh, my God. Yeah. WWW. And thus, he's here. Right. So I, I just walked down the stairs, and I walked out on the ground floor, and I was crossing the park line to go through the cut through to the. Yeah, strip mall, strip mall, yeah, strip mall where the pizza place is, uh, through the back fence, and I see this uh, cop standing before the doors that you get into the apartment, looking up, and there's a woman on the fourth floor on her balcony, just gestating, gestating, gesturing, oh, gesturing. <laughs> gestating is like when you're about to give birth. So. Right. She was not about to give birth. <laughs> gestating. Right. So she was not giving birth, but for all to be clear, she was 
pointing. She yeah, was crowning. She was crowning. She was crowning on the balcony. Quite oh awkward. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, she was gesturing. So she was gesturing in the other direction. of the, And so I just ignored it. And I just walked through the back fence. And the cop car kind of pulled up on me. And he's like, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, are you coming from that apartment building? I said, yeah, I live there. And he's like, did you hear any gunshots? <laughs> and I'm like, gunshots? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. So he says, uh, yeah, so there's a woman saying that she heard six or seven gunshots. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw the other officer talking to the woman on her balcony. And she was pointing in the other direction. So I said, well, if it was like way over in that direction, I'm on the opposite side of the building. He's like, oh, yeah, you can go. So then I'm walking on the side of, of, it's the gap or something, whatever, right? I'm about to turn the corner and go to the pizza place. And he pulls up on me again. And he says, excuse me, I'm sorry, can I, can I ask you another question? I said, yeah. He's like, what apartment building do you live in? And I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm a suspect. Yes, you are. So here I am. I don't have my wallet or anything because I paid for it online. I don't have any ID on me. All I have is my key. So, so I say my apartment number. And I, then I say, because he's speaking into his walkie-talkie, I'm just going to get pizza. Just as a matter of fact, real casual-like. And uh, he's like, oh, the, the pizza place right here? I said, yeah, my pizza right over there. He's like, he's going to go get bomb. bomb. Mm. <laughs> and, he's like, and, he's, and he's like, okay, you can go. You can hey. go, sir. You have you're a nice like, should night. I, should yeah. I tase him just to be safe? No, no. <laughs> no, let him go. Yeah, so. That, he's wearing he's a white. green lantern shirt. Let <laughs> yeah, him go. Right. right. He's like right. Sheldon for the Big Bang Theory. Just, just let him be. Just let him be. Now we have to take pictures, so we put it on our Instagram so people see me in my <laughs> right. Green Lantern shirt. Untased. Yeah, untased. 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 And unfazed. Untased my heart. And unscathed. Is exactly. That, untased my heart. Untased. Untased my heart. Say you're going to have Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so we are on our last wine and whiskey, the Cabernet Sauvignon. This is from Sterling Vinter's collection. Cabernet Sauvignon 2019 vintage, 13.5% alcohol by volume. This is from the Sterling Vineyards in Sonoma, California. Sonoma. Shelby Inari, you said you actually have had this wine before. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a favorite of yours. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is nice. It's not as dry as the first one. It's got a little bit of tartness at the end. Uh-huh. Um, it's not full body. I would call it like a medium body. Yeah. You? yeah. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, um, berry. There's so many, it's so, many. so berry-ish. It's very good. It's very good. All right, so Shelby, because yes. she has the uh, French pronunciations that we all love so much. Do I? Um, mm-hmm. You do. Oh. And uh, she's going to read the Cabernet grape history. Okay. Cabernet, a history. Cabernet Sauvignon is one of the world's most Wait, say Sauvignon again. Sauvignon. Mm. <laughs> Let's let her go. Let's let her go. Cabernet Sauvignon mm. is one of the world's most... Really? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> is your first time with the podcast? <laughs> I'm done with all of you. Oh my God, he's we, we, we just have to finish. You got two paragraphs. Okay. It takes okay. a whiskey and then we're done. It's okay. your fault though. <laughs> I know it is. We yeah. do this every time someone reads a wine thing. But we, should, we, we should read wine every episode. Wait, read wine. Let me do mine though. Oh wait, no, hoardy. Go. We crushed <laughs> you. What are you talking about? You probably got through a sentence. We were crushing you. I know. We, we couldn't get through Sue's either. So uh, it's equal opportunity. And equal fuckery, if you will. <laughs> uh, equal opera fuckery. <laughs> All that readers matter. Matter. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Cabernet Sauvignon is one of the world's most widely recognized red wine grape varieties and is grown in nearly every major wine producing country among a diverse spectrum of climates. First recognized internationally through its prominence in Bordeaux wines, where it is often blended with Merlot and Cabernet Franc, the grape spread across Europe and then to the entire world. Finding a new home in California, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, and Chile. For most of the 20th century, it was the world's most widely planted premium red grape until it was surpassed by Merlot in the 90s. However, by 2015, Cabernet Sauvignon had once again become the world's most widely planted wine grape. Hmm. Despite this prominence, however, the grape is a relatively new variety, the product of a chance cross-pollination between Cabernet Franc and Sauvignon Blanc during the 17th century in southwestern France. I heard they split a bottle of wine that night and <laughs> shit got real. They really got it all. <laughs> shit got real. Chance encounter. Mm. Its popularity is often attributed to its ease of cultivation, hardy vines, resistant to pest, and consistent of flavor, which tends to be full-bodied with high tannins and noticeable acidity. In cooler climates, Cabernet Sauvignon produces wines with notes of black currant, accompanied by green bell pepper, mint, and cedar, which become more pronounced as the wine ages. In more moderate climates, additional black cherry and even olive notes are present, while in very hot climates, the current flavors veer toward an overly ripe jamminess. I'm getting a little bit of the cedar, not really the mint so much, or the green bell pepper, but definitely black cherry. Like You know, now that they mentioned the green bell pepper, I definitely smell really? it in the first like couple. Oh, you smell yeah. it? Yeah. Wow, okay. that's Most amazing. That, that's a Is very interesting. green bell pepper? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. I know huh. you girl, you girls like it. Yeah. Sue, you like yeah, it? Absolutely. I I liked it. Yes, yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah. all it's all gone. So <laughs> obviously, she liked it. Like all cabs, I feel it has a dry finish, which I tend not to like over a lot. Like I'd have one glass of this, I wouldn't have three. And then what we're drinking, I have yet to get a dry finish with any of the whip. With any of the whiskeys? Well, we'll see. Yeah. So the whiskey that we are going to taste, uh, Jefferson's Reserve Pritchard Hill. I uh, have a little bit of description. We we covered Jefferson's. In pretty much detail on episode eight, uh, if you're interested in the history of the brand, uh, please go listen to that episode, but just for this whiskey in particular. To make Jefferson's Reserve Pritchard Hill Cabernet finish, Trey Zeller, founder of Jefferson's brand, starts with the oldest and most robust whiskey in their core lineup, the Jefferson Reserve Very Old, Very Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon, which they aged for 12 months in French oak casks that once held Cabernet Sauvignon. But not just any Cabernet Sauvignon, these barrels were used to age the most sought-after wine from Napa Valley's own Chapelet Winery, the Pritchard Hill Cabernet Sauvignon, whose famous 2016 vintage sells for over $500 per bottle and ranks in the top 1% of all wines in the world. Wow. The wine here lends a unique sweetness to the Jefferson's bourbon by adding notes of dark berry, espresso, and chocolate. Probably different than the $11 Cabernet that we drank. Probably. <laughs> Yes, a little so, bit different. If we taste anything in the whiskey that we taste in the wine, Jefferson will slap us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, you have the stats? Yeah, yeah. So it's um, 90.2 proof, very similar to the one we just had proof-wise. What's interesting, it's a blend of four different bourbon mash bills, which is proprietary. Mm. They age 8 to 18 years. So some of the whiskey in this glass is 18 years old. Wow. It is bottled by Kentucky Artisan Distillery in Crestwood, Kentucky. The blender is McCain and Kine in Louisville. The owner is Castle Brands, and it's $75, though you can find some variations of it from $60 to $200, evidently. Mm. 
Wait, so you said some of it is aged for 18 years? Yeah, there's four different whiskeys in here. Oh. So yeah, some is eight, and then the oldest is 18. I didn't know they did that with whiskey. Like oh, sure. Oh, they it? blend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But some of this was barreled when you guys were nine years old. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is. All right, so smell it. Really smells like the other one. I don't know if all the whiskeys are blending together. To me well, now, whiskey does have a general smell of corn and vanilla and oak, but you have to fight through it. Right. So the last one was a rye. The first one was an American whiskey, which is neither a rye or a bourbon, and this one is a bourbon. I, I get very little on the nose. Right. I agree. It's there, very little on the nose. There's not the much sweetness. There's some vanilla and a little yeah, bit of corn. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not getting as much on the nose as the the wow. lip service. There's a sweetness in the nose too, though. I put it in the ice cube already. Okay. It just tastes like alcohol to me. We'll see how it tastes now. She's skipping ahead, but that's all right. Wow. Yeah. It's, um. Mm. <laughs> Nicole is wincing. Once again, the same it exact. Like burnt my what's, lips. What's the proof again? The same proof as the last one. 90.2. The other yeah. one was 90. It, it tastes I... much higher proof. You would think. Yeah, it Isn't it amazing, yeah. though, girls, to think that you have two whiskeys that are exact same proof, and the other one that was 86, you thought it was hotter than the one that was 90. So the second one was more smooth, in your opinion, than this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. I mean, our reaction to that second one was like, oh, this was really good, yeah. oranges. And, yeah. and this one, there's a lot of, like, tannins. It tastes grainy, almost, like, mm. on the tongue. It doesn't taste yes. smooth or no, oily. I'm going to suggest that two minutes on the globe is going to put this in its mm -hmm. best light. I agree. It I wasn't think... very good neat. It wasn't very good with mm -hmm. water. I'm, I'm going to put some water yeah, on mine, and yeah. I, I agree that this, this needs some water to bring out. Yeah, it's chewy, almost. You know yeah. what's funny? That is the most expensive one, but to me, By it far. tastes the cheapest. I, yeah. I have to tell you. I'm, Sometimes that happens. I'm not far behind you on that. We've been looking forward to drinking this all month. So yeah, interesting. This, that was the so, first time you guys have had it. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the first time we've had this one where we've had the other two before. I, I'm getting a lot of clove. Yeah. It's, uh, it's deep savory There's baking spices. spices. There's baking spices here now. Just on the water. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take one more sip and then dump it on the globe. Okay. Some cardamom and some clove and a little cinnamon, not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little cinnamon. I actually do enjoy this with some water in it. I didn't really like it neat. Yeah. It tasted much higher than its 90.2 mm -hmm. proof. It tasted like 105 proof. Yeah. So I'm going to dump it on. I'm getting some mint or dill on the finish now because I put it on the globe. Yes, yes. It has I all mean, those savory notes. on the globe is way better. Sue, what are you thinking? You're very contemplative over there. Yeah, I've been letting it sit on the globe. Um, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm wanting yeah, yeah. to enjoy it. I'm waiting for it to hit that yes. level, yep. you know, that yep. I enjoy, and it's not. Hitting it's not hitting it, no. and that's okay. You, yeah. it might be just something you don't like. Mm, I don't think I can truly appreciate it right now because it hasn't watered down enough for me to enjoy it. Right, she's, she's where I'm, Sue is. I'm still you, with that clove and that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Those notes that I don't personally enjoy. It's it's the notes that are coming out stronger on the globe that I am not appreciating. Yes, I agree. So, I definitely agree. It's coming out more. Yeah. And not in the best way. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, th this, um, this is kind of disappointing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I a little am, sad I'm about this. I'm disappointed. I would rather have the one that we featured in episode eight, which was the very rare old... Which was this whiskey just not finished in the yes. Pritchard. I yeah. I can't taste any of the sweet notes that they're saying that they no. taste. So let's do it on the nose. They say wine acidity... Soft tannins play nicely with leathery aromas from the whiskey with eventual notes of cashew and pound cake and finally a grassy earthy note as well. I don't get any of that on the nose. We didn't get anything on the nose. On the palate, here's the palate. Zippy okay. sweetness. Which, Fuck. No. Zippy, I mean, so fast that I didn't taste it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah in that it. case, zippy. Right. <laughs> zippy is, went by so fast I missed it. That's true. Yeah. Okay, supported by a clean, fortified heat. 
Okay. Yes, we got that. Uh, brimming with the taste of dates, apricots, and undertones of buttery pastry. I mean, apricots is the only one that I think I can kind of taste that. Because I said orange, but that might be apricot. Yeah, and the buttery, not at all. The finish is dry and lingering with hints of lemon zest, cherry, and oak. And really, all I'm getting is clove and oak. A dry, yes. It is a dry finish. It is dry. It's a very you know basic what? Taste, this was honestly. the first one. Yes. It's right. a dry finish. Yes, to Sue's point yep. yes. earlier. Yes. This yes. is the one that my tongue dry. is actually Fine. shrinking. Exactly. If there wasn't so much water in it, my mouth would be parched. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very much like yeah. cotton ball. It yeah. does take all the moisture out. You're oh, so yeah. right. My yeah. tongue. Right. So, I mean, I guess we should just now figure out what we think of it. Uh, Ed, score. What do you give it? <sighs> I mean, six and a half. I don't like it. So, yeah. But it's my third favorite tonight. But yeah. it shouldn't be my third favorite when it's $75. I know. I'm really disappointed. Six. Sue, what do you think? Yeah, like when you just mentioned the price point, all equal? Sure. Still shit, you know? Oh. Yeah. Four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, four. All right. I'm not, I'm not even going to finish this. Yeah. It's not even worth it. Right. Yeah. I'm drinking it just because it costs $10. I'm going to drink it because it's alcohol, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to finish what I got on the water. Yeah. But yeah I'll so... have more of the wine. Yeah. You know? Oh, sure. The wine yeah. was delicious. Yeah. 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 And I great. thought that it was going to come through. Yeah. No. Not Yeah. And it hasn't come through. How long was this barreled um, in the wine? It 12 say? months, it said. And that's a long time. Yeah. So this yeah. is a no for me. So what do you... Yeah. What do you, What number do you give it? Like a five. Five, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. all around and the same. Generous, five I'm going to get a two. Two? Oh, wow. <laughs> two basically means I would use it to clean my counter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be buying nasty shit like yes. this. Yes. Exactly. You know? yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I just walked over. <laughs> And dumped his glass in the sink. <laughs> I actually don't enjoy it. I mean, I think because it's kind of peppery, too, it would probably make a really good Manhattan or maybe, an old-fashioned. Maybe. You're reaching. So here's the problem. So we spent $73 on it, and we don't like it. What do we do with it? Well, we, you try to make a cocktail out yeah, of you it. Put, yeah, you right, put right, simple right. syrup. Yeah. You put you sugar and, it, yeah. and shit into it. I Other than that, you just to, dump it I down the sink. I think it's going to have to be a sweet cocktail. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Ed just Isaac bowman it. Yeah. <laughs> with, I mean, which is not an episode that you guys have heard because it hasn't come out yet. It'll come out the week before this. We hate it. Peak, I right. hated whiskey more than I've ever hated whiskey, and this is not that bad. No, no, no. This isn't Jamesy e. Pepper level. Yeah, bad. Th- th- yeah. We can make this work in a cocktail, but it's, you shouldn't be using seventy five dollars yeah, whiskey well, in a cocktail. Well, it's all relative. So, and yeah. we were just comparing it to the other sure. two. So, right. on this scale, yeah. But now we have teaching, teaching. We have teach. Taught. taught. <laughs> wow, damn. <laughs> now we have taught you, ladies. How to appreciate whiskey. I, I know you didn't like this one. First one was a little bit of a challenge, but I think you kind of warmed up to it. The second one That's might success, have benefited yeah. from being second, but it was definitely the yes. best whiskey of the night. I don't even have to add up the scores. Final thoughts. Ed, what do you got? I mean, it's so nice of the uh, ladies to come out here. We missed you, Dre. Um, yeah. Dre. And, uh, and we appreciate Sue for stepping in and filling the spot. And yes, we'll have thank to, you, we'll, Sue. We'll have to get Dre back on our own episode to, to get her back even with the ladies. Right, that's right. Before the end of the year, we need to have one with Dre because... Right. No, no, we need to have Dre just us so she can catch up, so she can be at the... What? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. the ladies are a package deal. They have a contract. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So. One disappears, another one shows up, and then we all come together after that. Right. That's right. We need to also have one mm-hmm. uh, with Sue and Dre. Oh. I'd love that. Yeah. Oh. So then I shouldn't I be here Dre then. Really yeah. Right. If it's, we, we move Ed. Uh, right, Ed right. Dre will uh, take Ed's spot. And, and then, then we'll. <laughs> are, we, are we hoping for scissoring? What's the goal here? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. So for the Whiskey Tan Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. I'm Nari. 
Shelby? How <laughs> <laughs> do you question that? Is it Shelby? Are any of us really who we think we are? <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Bye, guys. All right. Later. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent. And follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy. And follow Scott at giant cup of awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey. You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.